Hello, 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 and welcome to Hello, Hello Hangouts. I am your host, Edwin, and my co-host here, Pam, is with me on the fabulous Whereby machine. Mabuhay! Mabuhay! Uh, so, thank you for you. hanging out. Yeah, thank you for hanging out with us, um, everybody. And, this is episode uh, seven. Episode seven. Yeah. And we have a lot to talk about, and... Uh. And so hopefully things, we're so not going to run over our allotted time that I've imaginar- imaginarily made up in my head. <laughs> so, um, so yes, um, you know, let's start off with, um, I don't know, Pam, what have you been doing lately and since our last, our last episode? Well, I've been watching Netflix, which to a lot of people should not be surprising i like watching shows so okay so the last episode uh we were talking about raya and um and i did spend 30 dollars to watch it and in my opinion it's a good movie it's a good movie i will like to say that it's a very good movie i love the animation the colors that they use uh how they wrote up the character the protagonist Raya um, they didn't make her into like a Mary Sue or whatever they actually they made uh, there was good character development a lot of girl power in in it and that's the reason why I, I really enjoyed it was it worth the $30 though? no I would rather people uh, wait till May I, I, w- I think it's June or that- June yeah, I think it's June that will come out in Disney Plus for free, so um, I would rather spend that. I would have rather people spend that thirty dollars to donating to stop AAPIHate.org. AAPI it means Asian American oh. Pacific Islander. Yeah. Um, so donate um, to the AAPI. It's yeah the okay. the <laughs> the one that I donated was stop AAPIHate.org. Okay. So um. And we'll get to we'll get to that yeah. part later. Um, yeah, we have a lot to talk about in that part, definitely. So some things that I wanted to critique about was if if people were to ask me to, would you recommend showing people Raya to those that are interested in learning more about Philippine culture? And I was like, regarding of the southeast south. East Asian culture it's a good intro to it but the Philippine culture no um, I don't know if others were aware but this is the whole setting is um, a fantasy uh, that's compiled of a bunch of Southeast Asian countries so if it and throughout the whole entire movie I was kind of disappointed that there weren't very many um, things that I could point out that were f- specifically filipino at least Mm. not nothing modern filipino i should say like i could see in the beginning she fought with two sticks those are that's a very well-known filipino um weapon or fighting style i would have Um, loved to see a yo-yo a (laughs) yo-yo yeah a lot of people Um, a lot of people don't know that i the yo-yo originated from the Philippines as a as a weapon. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and 
yeah, the yo-yo is a is a Filipino thing, and you know it became a toy to do tricks on. But the that would have been that would have been a telltale sign. Oh, that was Filipino. It's definitely um, Filipino. <laughs> I've only watched it once. I don't think there were any yo-yos. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, but uh, there are um, there was a YouTube video that kind of covers like which aspects of the Filipino, and most of it is Filipino mythology. Mm-hmm. And this was pre-colonization um, type of myths. So, like, I think the dragon was supposed to be based off of a, a river dragon that is based on Filipino folklore. I didn't know that. Interesting. So it makes me wonder I, if you know. I'd have to what look other that Filipino up. Stuff? I mean, I I'm have sorry. to look that up. I don't remember dragons in Filipino. Yeah. See, I see. I'm in the, the Filipino same way. fables or like, cultures or anything like the tales. They were Filipino. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. aware that there were any Filipino uh, dragons in mythology, so I would have to really read up on that. Um, there are articles and YouTube videos talking about Filipino culture, and that's a good thing about what Rai is doing. It's yeah. making us talk about Philippines, Vietnam, yep. Laos, Thailand, that whole entire a- uh, that's area. Southeast Asian corridor. Yes. Uh, yeah. But it's also, it's also a critical point, too, because... In a way, it kind of gives out this this unintended message of saying, "You all are the same." Yeah. And I was like, mm. "That's uh, we gotta get away from that." Yeah. I think- and it kind of reminds me of what they did with Aladdin. Yeah. Where there's Agrabah, this fake uh, country supposedly based on the Middle Eastern countries, but it, it's also this whole thing. It kind of lumps India well, and Pakistan with Iran and Iraq, and well, they are Aladdin, two separate things. And Aladdin is Aladdin is a is an old tale, right? Yeah. I mean, it's part of the one thousand one Arabian Nights. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you don't know what that is, you're missing Pick- out. It's a it's a great read. It is a little long, but every single tale that you've heard of when you were a kid, Sinbad. <laughs> and Aladdin and Shahrazad, all of those came out of that book and right. that, those tales. Aladdin was one of them, right? And this was before, like. Aladdin and the Lamp, yeah. Yeah, this was before, like, you know, political borders existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, where when they say Persia, they meant, like, that whole entire that area, area. Yeah. right? The Persian kingdom. So I'll give that a pass. Okay. You know, just because it, they're taken out, mate, fairly probably fairly loosely. I don't think they were like singing, you know, singing genies that sounded like Robin <laughs> Williams or anything like that. Yeah, you know, coming out. But, but Raya the Dragon. This is a whole like new tale, right? This is not like yes. coming out of like yes. a. It's not based like, off of any book. Any book. Really know. Yeah. See, I can't give that a pass because you know, in terms of like lumping Asian cultures together. Mm-hmm. Because there's no his, I mean, it's no. There's no really much of a reason for it, you know, but just telling a tale, mm-hmm. you know. But I get what they were trying to do. But I would say, you know, make it up to me. Separate the cultures out in other movies. And this could <laughs> just be a step towards yeah. that direction. Exactly. And 
uh, what, as I said, I, I, I like it that people are watching it and we are actually being seen. Um, uh, on my, I follow a couple of Southeast Asian um, Twitter uh, users, and I saw both sides of the story. Uh, one Filipina that I follow was that whole you either represent my culture properly yeah. or just don't. And I agree with that. Yeah. But then there's another one, another Twitter user that's from Laos. She was like, I don't know about you, but I love the fact that my culture is now getting represented. Yeah. It's out there. We are no longer, you know, lumped in as like China. Yeah. Um, of course. That's true. Like, I, I hate it when, you know, when people think like, you know, like Southeast Asian, they think of two two countries, right? There's not even really Southeast Asia, China or Japan. And I guess you can kind of <laughs> catch, yeah. Or you can like chalk it up to all, I mean, I guess you can like lump like Korea in there too. You know, I mean, they're, mm -hmm. first of all, those are East Asian countries and Korea is East Asian country, <laughs> you know, like, yep. you know, but yep. that's what they think of with, yeah. you know, when you say Southeast Asian, like wrong place, man. They don't, yeah, they don't think about the Philippines or the, or Thailand or Singapore or yeah. Malaysia. All the darker, usually they're darker skinned. Yeah, I mean, we, we, that's where like they meld into like Pacific Islander, you know, like, yes. like New Guinea mm -hmm. and, you know, in the Marianas, Guam, that, that entire area, like the Ring of Fire, the south part of the Ring of Fire. That's, mm -hmm. that's right. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so I hope that Raya is a step towards the right direction, as yeah. I said. Um, it is good a good movie for kids. Um, oh yeah. So I, once once it becomes free, I would recommend that you watch it and form your own opinions on it. Does it have singing and dancing? No. Good. No. All right. <laughs> um, another thing that I watched. It's on Netflix, of course. Um, okay, so you remember Crazy Rich Asians. Right? Oh, yeah. You've watched it. Oh, yeah. So imagine that <laughs> being a reality show. So there's the show called Bling Empire. Yep. It's only one season, eight episodes of, and it just focuses on Asian and Asian Americans in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And while watching it, and I think what sucked me in is that is that they don't realize how rich they are. <laughs> like, they just go about their day. Um, I don't know what, what rich people do. They just go around. And of course, they, drama ensues because there's that. I, I, I can imagine they're like, I guess, real housewives type th deals going on. <laughs> I, I won't deny that, yeah. Um, but of course, there's always those two women that are frenemies. Oh my um, gosh. There's always, there's that one guy that only tags along with the rich people because he's a model. He's the most, <laughs> like, down earth uh, out of all of them. They all have extravagant uh, lifestyles and everything. And I think majority of them were kind of born into it. There were, there was at least one. I think she, I think her heritage is Thai or Vietnamese. Oh, I'm sorry, uh -huh. I forgot. But she and her mom, I think, started 
had humble uh, startings. Like she started with nothing, and also oh, they built she was their basically fortune. Self-made. Yes. Yeah. She was. She was an yeah. entrepreneur. I, res- I think she was a DJ or something. Yeah, I have respect for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the model, the model is also the kind of same thing. She, he was from Philadelphia. He was yep. adopted. And he moved to LA for his job and he got entangled with all this and everything. So all of a sudden you just forget about the money aspect and more about their interpersonals. And they actually delve more along more than just their daily lives. Like they, um, like a lot of it, uh, they covered like spiritualism, Buddhism that you don't typically see in a reality show i don't watch a reality show so i could be wrong but it's that whole like there was one uh mother that thought that her newborn child was kind of a reincarnation of her dead mother that's a religious thing me i'm like hmm okay Mm -hmm. okay and they delve into what's what's traditional versus what's modern yep um that same mother um i think both of her kids were fathered by her boyfriend who is not a director but anyway he he owns his own company and they've just been dating for years and she's just waiting for him to pop the question at the end of the show spoilers stop here and skip 15 seconds um they she ended up she ended up popping the question to him which is goes, which goes against traditional you know thank you, thank uh, you for spoiling that for me because i don't really have any desire to watch a show like that <laughs> i'm sorry I, you know, I, I think i've got I was, my own problem yeah it's like i got my own problems i don't need to see other people's problems <laughs> um but i think what dro- what drove me to watch it was the whole asian uh, culture aspect yeah. of it and because they also delve with other uh other aspects like two there were two actually no the male so the male model was uh it was adopted from an with an american so yeah. what he he went through uh looking for his birth mother and unfortunately they couldn't find her but he went through like a hypnosis therapy. Oh my gosh. So they, they went through <laughs> rabbit holes and I was like, what? That I wasn't expecting. Every so I was time, drawn in. I remember watching, I remember watching like an episode of like Real Housewives of yeah. Atlanta. You know, just, yeah. Just, you know, I was in the hotel room and like it came up and I'm sitting there like, the only thing I could think of, I was like, I can't believe these people vote. <laughs> you know, that was like the first thing that went, popped in my head. I was like, to, you know, it's like, first of all, you guys are rich, okay? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, deal with it. Like, just, other people have, like, way bigger issues than trying to find out if, you know, what was that? Like, try to find out if, you know, if your if your best friend is like, you know, sleeping with your, you know, with your tennis instructor or something, oh. you know, it's like that. Oh, the real <laughs> life drama. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, <laughs> it's like these I are mean, these are people who I would never be friends with. 
I'd say that if you give the first couple episodes a try, and if you're not hooked, just don't Probably. bother watching it. I guess I'll um, give it. I, I give things a try. I give it at least. At least I give like at least five minutes of my time. At least with <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians, there was an actual plot. You know, oh, yeah. going through it. It's not just people yeah. walking around. You know, look, I got money. <laughs> yeah, and I can't. You know, the Crazy Rich Asians. It's like. First of all, there was a Chris Aquino, which is a famous actress over in the Philippines, right? Yes. Yes. She's in that. I think she's yeah. in the wedding scene. Yes, she is. Yeah, she's she in the wedding She is the scene. one that gets invited and sits by herself. <laughs> yeah, she gets, and she sits by herself, right? Yep. I was like, is, are they trying to make Chris Aquino look like she's from Singapore? <laughs> you know? Well, I was like, and I was like, dude, that, out of all the characters... <laughs> In that, I relate to her. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm the one usually like invited to a wedding. I sit down. I'm like, let's get this over with. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah, boy. that's what I've been doing. You know, that, what about you, Evan? Sorry. Right. Uh, the one thing about Crazy Rich Asians, I just remember when I was a kid, you know, and apparently my parents knew like rich Filipinos in, in Cebu. I want to say Cebu or, yeah, Cebu. Okay. And I remember like when you go in, like, it's a whole different world, mm-hmm. right? Like even the houses, you know, like outside the walls of of this huge area that's gated, you know, is like Philippines. You go into the, you go into the, into the, you know, inside the gates. Yeah, it's like you're transported back into the United States. Oh, like seriously, like all the houses look like they're from. From Minnetonka, you know, <laughs> and yeah, and then you go in. It's like marble floors. There's a garage, a garage in the Philippines. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like you don't see that really, but right. they had one, and it's like you know. And then they have like maids everywhere, or or, or helpers, or whatever. Yeah. you know. I hate calling yeah. them maids. Um, <laughs> I said that. Um, Anyways, you know, it's like that. It's that was like my only taste of like crazy rich Asians. That was like my only like like dipping my toes into that world. And it was just like it was just like like this is the this is this is like I'm back in Williston Road. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that. Anyways, what I have been up to. Well let's yes. see. Um well, I haven't really been doing much. Um, I've been, I've been trying to. Um, I was trying. I was gonna watch a movie, and I was, you know, and I wanted. I wanted to watch like Filipino, some kind of Filipino movie on Netflix. And then I realized something was that when I type in Filipino in the search bar on Netflix, yeah, nine time, nine out of ten movies in Netflix are rom coms. <laughs> when you type Filipino in, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's that's true. I go through the same thing too, and I was like, I really don't want to feel like a rom com right now. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe it. Like, hold on, Netflix.com. Okay, we're just gonna test this out. See if it's still still in here. You know, it's cool oh, about up, being up, American. Oh, we all mixed all right. up. <laughs> la 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 la. You didn't, didn't hear that? Okay. We all got a little um, La 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 la. Nah. And then some people. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm gonna no. type in 
Filipino. Okay. All right. And this is just the first line, right? Type anything else except for Filipino. Mm-hmm. Right. First line. Between maybes. Rom com. Rom com. Three word to fu- to forever. Rom com. <laughs> Alone together. Rom com. The house arrest of us. Rom com. <laughs> <laughs> Must be love. Definitely. Rom-com. The house of us. That sounds like a rom com, but it sounds like it could it could also be a horror. No, it's a rom-com. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> this is, okay, six movies on the top line, all rom-coms, right? There's crazy, can't help falling in love, you know? Crazy Beautiful You, which I've actually seen um, on a plane going to the <laughs> Philippines. Um, she's dating a gangster. I've, I've seen that one, you know? All of the, like, and then you got, like, these, like, like little dots of, of other movies that, definitely doesn't sound like rom-com like joe koi coming in hot of course <laughs> of course there's joe koi <laughs> yeah, there's joe koi here, right yeah and then there's like seven sundays i mean which is there, i don't think that's a rom-com as far as i can tell that's not a rom-com u-turn I mean, yeah you know that's not a rom-com but these are just like little speckles in this like smattering of like rom-coms and if this is what Filipino cinema is known for, get away from it. <laughs> okay. I mean, just. I mean, there are there are there are other movie genres in the Philippines. It's just that the in Netflix, it's just rom coms just overpower. It's like joke and rom coms. <laughs> you know? Well, not all of it. I mean, I mean, there's Goyo. On Netflix. Yeah, okay. That okay, one is more historical. That's historical. General Luna, historical. that's historical. Yeah. yeah. You just need to go to the bottom, probably. <laughs> what the heck is iCarly doing in here? <laughs> is she like half Filipino or something? I don't know. Someone's... Nickelodeon's um, iCarly showing up in the Filipino search. That's, that's new. Some search <laughs> engines just don't know. Like, I was searching for a Korean restaurant earlier today using Google Maps. They brought me to Korean restaurants that actually say Korean restaurants. And I was like, and it wasn't even all in Minnesota. It was all in like the South. And I was like, you are far from where I want to (laughs) go. So my X and Y's. Holy crap. (laughs) You're still going through the list. It's like, this is all ridiculous. I don't know. Anyways. So I gave up on that whole endeavor and I'm my, I mean, I have Seven Sundays um, outside of Netflix, and I still have to watch that. And I Why know that's that? not it's it's a it's a family thing. Like it's a family movie that's it's a drama family movie. It talks about like oh. it talks about like their these siblings that like have issues. You know they come back and for like because they're they're dying grandpa. They're dead. Uh, they're dying yep. dead. You know that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. So. No. Yeah. 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 I can't handle drama. I can handle rom coms. Definitely not drama. <laughs> yeah. I remember the most painful Filipino movie for me to watch. I mean, it was good, but it was like gut wrenching drama. Anak. That's got. Oh gosh, I, like, I hated that one. I have feelings, and I don't like these feelings. I need to Damn. like eat 
like ube ice cream just to drown was, out myself. There was another one that I was watching. <laughs> I forgot what the title was. And I saw it in the plane going to the Philippines because that's all you really can do on a plane is like yeah. just like binge watch movies that's on their video player that's, that's staring in front of your face. You know, and one of the movies that I watched was like this dude who had like the like the biggest crush on this one girl who was like having that have his her own issues, right? Mm -hmm. And then they keep like she keeps like going away, coming back, going away, coming back, and then like and then like she has an affair with like this dude that she doesn't even like. You know? <laughs> and like that's you know that happens to be like like the the school like like the school like librarian ta or something you know and she's got a kid with this dude and the guy finds out right okay. and it's completely heartbroken and just like because he like during the whole time he's like writing like these poems for her like yeah like for like every single day and he just like completely rips it apart and like and then she finds out about it and she like had apparently she had no clue <laughs> you know she had no clue and the whole time it's just like what the heck this is like the saddest freaking ending i've ever seen in rom-com actually <laughs> i don't think it's really rom-com at that, there, that point there was just a drama little, well no i mean there was a little rom-com in it and stuff like that there was like funny moments and stuff like that you know that sort of thing you and, know, then, but, and then and then boom drama i want to freaking make you cry and like <laughs> like hate your life you know that sort of thing you know it's like it's like what's the point <laughs> you know like i okay you know i guess it's a twister definitely not an m night Shyamalan twister but you know it's <laughs> <laughs> a different type of twist yeah the one that really like twists <laughs> yeah it's you know it's in the same thing what was that like kita kita that movie oh. holy crap are you kidding me now that that was on netflix for people that was on that was on netflix i don't know that that's one still on i netflix. will I will recommend to people uh, watch Kita Kita. It, yes, it's a rom com. It's, it's still there. It. Yep. Yeah. And there is a there is a gut wrenching twist as they do, but overall, I think that was a good movie because the ending itself actually brings closure. Yeah. Yeah. It does bring there. closure. Yeah, it does bring closure. It. it uh, it's. <laughs> I don't know. I just have like these. I have I have issues with with like tear jerky movies that really don't need to be tear jerky movies. Is this movies. the American side of us showing? I guess like, where it's more of like a whole. I will say, yeah. I, I will say like I kind of need to watch like a like some kind of action thriller after I watch some of these movies because it's just like I need to get these I need to get these emotions out. You know, like let's go watch like I don't know like. You know, let's go watch like some kind of like old Fernando Poe movie or something. I think this know? is something that we would have to create like a future ep episode on because we could go on and on yeah. about how Filipino movies are different than American movies. Yeah, definitely. And a big thing of that <laughs> is closure. So, anyways, there, Filipino if, cinema. If this is what we're known for in the, in, internationally, let's we can do better. <laughs> we yes. can do. We can do a little what bit is better. That noise? What? Hello. I could hear YouTube. 
Is it YouTube? Oh, it's not YouTube. Nope. Oh, it's probably Netflix that autoplay. Probably. Freaking Whoops. Netflix. We'll, we'll delete that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to shut that off now. And then... Okay. The other thing I wanted to talk about is that I was looking through my library and we were talking about fables and, and tales and myths and, and um, you know, like folklore of the philippines and this was like a couple episodes back and i swore i had a book in my library that i never got rid of okay because you know because it was like it was filipino it's really hard to find filipino literature in the mm -hmm, united mm -hmm, states right yeah. and i found this it's a book it's not even that big of a read too it was like 82 pages Okay. And Philippine Tales and Fables. It's an old book. And I, I remember buying this at a... Um, I bought this at a, like a half-price books. It's printed in Kazan City, Philippines, too. Ah, and okay. And it's by so... Manuel and Lid Argila. Argila. Okay. And it talks about... Um like beginning stories or creation stories of the philippines creatures of darkness stories of enchantment superstitions amulets and charms tales Ooh. with moral fables without moral fables without moral <laughs> okay that's concerning, <laughs> that's <but> concerning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> stories of juan tamad i don't know who juan tamad is but i don't think i've ever actually gotten that far so this sounds like something that is even before colonization. It is. Like, I think so. A lot of this sounds like it's before colonization. It's like even like the creation story sounds very tribal in terms hmm. of like, you know, Philippine tribes back in the day telling, you know, like, um, you know, telling stories from person to person. Yeah. Uh, like the first ancestors, you know. Falling stars, the fields of heaven. That's actually thing. when you say falling stars, that takes me back to the the comic from the first episode that I talked about, Trece. Uh huh. Because I think they do cover they do cover uh, this myth about fallen uh, like fallen beings from fallen stars. That's what that is. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, hey, Edwin, I might have to uh, borrow that. Borrow this? This is, <laughs> I've had this book since college. Because back in the day when I was in college, I spent some quality, quality time at bookstores and antiquarian bookstores. Because I just thought old books were cool. And, <laughs> and yeah, came across this. I also came across another book that's that was written in... Uh, by Filipino uh, authors in an anthology, and it was just like writings of in the Philippines, and that was a that's a thick book, and <laughs> I had no idea like things like that existed, and I have yet it's a little bit of a deep read, like it's a little bit of a you know better sit down and you know get comfy and you know read it like you know read it without any distraction because you'll miss things it's, it's pretty you know and it's it's a little hard to understand but you know anybody who takes time to actually comprehend um you know like writings that either been translated or or 
English is their second language kind of thing. Okay. So, anyways, that's what I've been doing. And besides, like, you know, doing podcasting and stuff like that and working and, you know, playing video games. Adulting. Yeah, adulting. <laughs> adulting. Oh, my gosh. Um, That's what I've been doing. And, yeah. So, what's up next? I don't know what's going on now. Current events. And Current this one is events? something that we... It's a heavy... All right, so let's get this out of the way. And I just want to say one thing, and I'm just going to get this out, and and I'll try to keep politics out of it <laughs> as much as I can. Yeah. Representative Kevin McCarthy needs to stop saying mm-hmm. China virus or Chinese mm-hmm. virus. Or Kung Flu. Kung Flu. Stop it. When other representatives and other people telling you to stop that it's their culture and it's them, right? Yeah. And they're telling you to stop. You stop. You just stop. Okay? Be a gentleman and stop. Right? The thing is, though, (laughs) I don't think... I don't think he falls into the gentleman <laughs> because he's he was told from from other reps to stop and he just didn't. I I, I don't understand how you cannot stop. Well, the thing is, though, he has <laughs> to understand why he has to. And because yeah. of what happened in Georgia. Yeah. I mean, he looks like a week. Seriously, what I saw what he was doing, it was like you, he started looking like a moron. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, right. Like. Like you would feel okay when if the tables were turned and like you just show no kind of empathy or sympathy at all. <laughs> like well, you can't. You means yeah. I, I just ah, uh, you know. It's, anyways, it's how it's how <laughs> this is proof that how powerful language is and why people need to be careful with how you you talk. Yeah. Because, as we covered in past podcasts, the the anti Asian hate crimes have skyrocketed. Yeah, and he's not helping and at all. <laughs> no, in fact, you he's know? just fanning the fire. Yeah, and seriously, <laughs> like you know, and um, we've always as as Asian as Asian Americans, we always knew that there was you know hate crimes towards minorities. Oh, yeah, you kidding? But this pandemic. It's- just exponentially just exploded you know even like what happened in atlanta you know it didn't matter if it really didn't matter if you know you know whether you know it was a was a a massage parlor you know which is like there were three massage parlors that yeah that were affected by the shooting. Yeah, and it's. I mean, I mean, when I mean when I when when it comes up to people getting hurt and people dying, you know, and it's not just you know the you know the people who 
who are murdered in Atlanta, but mm-hmm. also elderly. When you're starting to like push elderly people in yeah. the streets and killing them or injuring them, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And that's not humanity. That is not that that is when we say that the United States is a civilized place, right? That's mm-hmm. not very civilized when you start doing stuff like that. No. You know, like this is the kind of crap that happens in this is the stuff that happens in the Philippines. <laughs> well, the know? thing is though, what's what's even more um astounding is that there are sure the uh, data shows that uh, these hate crimes have spiked. Oh yeah, but oh. AA, AAPI um, have has reported that hate crimes usually go underreported. So that means that the rate that they say could actually be higher. Yeah, I I'm so glad that President Biden like acknowledges this. That this is an issue. This is a problem. Yep. He even, met with AAPI and. Even you our know. mayor, uh, Governor Waltz, even says that he stands by with uh, our Asian American community. Yeah. You know. So. And, um, and the thing, and the, what was it? Like, the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. Here I go, I go political again, right? <laughs> the House of <laughs> Representatives. The House of Representatives, right? Like, put up a, a vote. And I, I don't know if it was like in a just a resolution or something like that, but they were signifying that like the Asian American Pacific Islander, <clears throat> you know, like the the hate crimes that were happening are indeed hate crimes and they they were going to officially recognize it as hate crimes as a resolution, I guess. I'm not quite sure at all, but any which case, they said this. <clears throat> it had nothing to do with money. It had nothing to do with budgets. It had nothing to do with like any like, you know, like mm-hmm. economy or anything like that. But it became a party line vote. Not a single Republican voted in favor of this. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going holy moly like you like you can't even recognize it you cannot recognize that right mm-hmm. like yeah. this shouldn't even be a political issue <laughs> you know well, you this becomes a safety note, issue you do have to note that this is a very prime example of what systemic race, race racism is in this country yeah. i mean even even if you want to zoom in on the Atlanta Atlanta shooting and how it was handled by authorities, the oh, yeah, that the was... police, the chief police officer, I forgot his name. Um, he just was like, "Oh, he had a bad day," and I was like, "Really? I can I think of eight other people that had a worse <laughs> day than this person yeah. did." Yeah, it was almost as if like they weren't even going to investigate. That was, they were like they were. They, well, if you pay attention to the on. language that they use, it was all about oh, this is the shooter's fault. It was nothing about the victims. Yeah, which is what we should really be, you know, 
concentrating on. on. Yeah, we should be focusing on that. And, you know, it could be Asian. It could be against women or whatever. Because majority of the uh, victims were women. Yeah. Either way, it's still a hate crime. Call it out as it is. It's it was a hate crime. Yeah, it was it was definitely a hate crime. A lot of the stuff that's happening because of the coronavirus, um, you know, with you know, it's like it's like it you know if since it, you know it it you know. If it origin, you know, originated in China because of a bat or whatever the heck it was, you know. And here's here's another <laughs> thing know. that we've already reiterated. Can you please stop attacking Asians just because you think they are Chinese? Again, yeah. do we have to yeah. do we have to remind everyone guess, that not China isn't all of Asia. Asia yeah. is a very big, you know. Yeah, guess what? I'm not Chinese. I'm not Chinese. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> you know, whoever whoever that was, and you know, at you know, at, at one of the stores that I happened to be working in. Yeah. Fun, fun fact: I'm not Chinese. <laughs> right. So, come on. I'm pretty sure that they don't care. But it, they didn't like, care. Oh, it's this... heat of the moment type uh, crap. I understand that people are frustrated. Yeah. But don't take those frustrations off of people just doing going about their daily lives. It won't yeah. change a thing. It doesn't, and I mean, I I just I just think it, it just needs to stop. It just needs to be more, you know, you know, people need to be held accountable for for this kind of crap, you know. Mm-hmm. And if we can't even hold, to me, I feel like if we can't even hold, if we, how do we hold people like normal people accountable when our even our own leaders? They're not being um, held accountable for the, for the crap well, that they're doing. You know, it's take, like. <laughs> we can take your example, for instance. And, you know, um, you know how that uh, that person kept on making those terms and and he was being called out. There were people that yeah. saying, can you please stop? Stop calling it that it's uh, these repercussions are literally getting people killed. And yeah. I think that is a prime example of exactly why what we should do. Call it out as it is. Yeah, but I feel like sometimes, <clears throat> and it's just me, I feel like sometimes, like, even just calling it out isn't enough. Like, because it's like, what does that do? I mean, the dude's, it, it's like, it's like tough one to them. Well, the thing know? is, though, I don't even know, like, okay, fine. With that example, is probably a bad one, but I don't think people realize how deep racism is and i think i think there's a lot of talk just talk that you know that needs to go around because there may be some people that don't even realize that the statements that they talk about is racist yeah i can see that i mean and those that do you know want to better the world or whatever will listen yeah if they don't well then i guess they don't care yeah, I don't know, I because just... you know I'm to the point where you can report it all you want, but it'll still it'll still happen if you want. Yeah. If you want change, we can. I think making it you know communication open. That's a start. It's like the bare yeah. minimum, but. I know that. I mean, it's not. It's nothing new. 
it's nothing new in the no. United States. It's nothing. I mean, I mean, this has been happening since like, especially for like the like Asian <laughs> Americans. It's been happening since like, you know, like early eighteen hundreds, and you know that there sort was, of thing when the first um, when the first you know you know first Chinese immigrants came into like San Francisco and New York. I mean, it's like. Did you know that? Um, I I forgot I forgot which TikToker that I I heard this, but did you know that the Chinese immigrants is actually older than the football league? Yeah. Like like the NFL. When yeah, when yeah. the Chinese immigrants are older than NFL. Let that sink in. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm just saying, I mean, don't let this catastrophe, global catastrophe, skew images of of a generalized group. Yeah. It's just it's just like it's just like saying like, well, this person, you know, this person with a white shirt called me something bad. Therefore all people with white shirts are bad or something it's yeah. you know i don't you gotta keep that in check yeah i know that you know i've got these are i mean these are i don't know if they're just miss you know like they just don't understand or if they they just you know lead bad lives i don't know <laughs> you know what i mean I it's like know. you know it's like it's you know but it has to be pointed out that whatever they're doing you know, is wrong. And as a society, we have to treat it as it's wrong. Right. And some, you know, to me, it's like, you can't just say, you know, there has to be, you know, it's like, you can say it, but if there's no enforcement behind it. Then it means nothing. It, it doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> it's like, it's like when you issue an apology, just say sorry, but you continue, you know, the behavior that caused exactly. you to apologize in the first you place. Can, then <laughs> you can apologize all you want, you know, words are words, but you know, but if there's no meaning behind those words, then it really isn't, it, it isn't really anything. Right. That point, so, so, so I just want to just mention, like, if you do like witness it happening, um, I suggest that you say it, you check up on them, see, check up on your fellow, um, Asian Americans. Yeah. Uh, we, we, you know, is it just me or do we tend to bottle things up? Uh, as a society? No, well, is, is it, a, is it, is a, is it a, do you think it's like culture? part of the Asian culture? To, you know, because, because I don't know about Asians in general, but all I know is that um, Asian women are usually dubbed as like submissive or complacent or quiet. Yeah, I mean, the Philippines, I mean, I mean, if you think about like the, the Philippines in general, you know, I can see that because of the the whole Catholic culture thing, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and colonization thing. You know, it's kind of like I can see that. I, mm -hmm. but I think it's just, I think we're breaking out of it. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think we're breaking out of it that we're more I feel like you know as you know as 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 generations go on, 
mm-hmm. you know, or new generations come, it kind of goes away. And, and it may yeah. end up being because of culture changes in the Philippines and culture changes here in the United States or wherever, where, you know, like the whole, you know, you know, women have, have, are becoming, have, women are become, have bigger voices now. Yes. I agree. Know? Yes. And other, even like, even not even just like women have bigger voices now, but the, you know, LGBTQ community mm-hmm. has a bigger voice right now. You know, it's, yeah. and, and anything that changes, and I don't care what anybody says, people don't like change. <laughs> you know, we like to say, we like to say we embrace change, but in reality, that's only but when like, it, yeah, few but when and it far actually between. happens, they're like, eh, yeah, when it actually <laughs> happens to you and you're affected by it. Yeah. It, that's when you're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's you know there's there's pushback and change takes you know social change is is a very slow thing because um yeah because there was a lot of talk within the asian women um that i follow um when the shooting happened because it's just they were talking about just the um that stereotype that Asian women are exotic or something or they're overly like fetishized in a way like and but i'm like well that has to stop because you're making us less a human and more just an object and as as a asian woman i i have witnessed it yeah um i won't i won't go into it because i'm not comfortable with it yet but um but yeah that when the shooting happened i i I was really pissed off. I I I made a a post that I posted. My husband was there, and um, I later took it down. It was hundred percent reaction reaction. Yeah. And, but um, but I don't know. It's when I heard when I heard the police officer say he oh he was just having a bad day or it was a sex addiction or something yeah. and i'm like what my first reaction was do you want to like go and investigate and find out first before you start to spot out your mouth like that well i, you was, know, like, I was like why are you defending this guy yeah. he murdered people period yeah you hold and- zero remorse for the victims <laughs> i was like and, yeah it's like I thought I thought I thought spokespeople for for you know for police or you know or whatever will just like sit there and say this is what we know dot 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 they don't go into you know they don't go into like like conclusions and <laughs> you know or and then again that's that's a dangerous thing yeah uh, this goes into the whole words are powerful please watch what you say because yeah. people can take it for granted and get violent yeah. it's scary uh, anyways so as i, I said just, um if I, I i hope that no one you know um no one is a victim of hate crimes yeah uh if you experience any type of you know harassment or whatever uh i I encourage you to speak up 
yeah. uh, talk to a Say friend. Yeah. Uh, do not do not let it simmer inside. Yeah. We are all in this together. And I'm actually yeah. glad that I'm actually glad that the you know like the Asian communities out there are, are stepping up. I mean, I know that they're like I was hearing you know hearing people you know like I mean I was hearing like there's organizations like small little you know like small band of people in like in Chinatown and you know in San Francisco and in other pockets of you know like you know where where you know AAPI um people you know there's like a big group of them you know that live together or or like mm-hmm. they're concentrated that they're like getting groceries for the elderly because that way they know they're safe you know yeah. they're taking it upon yeah. themselves to voluntarily like be like local instacart people <laughs> Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like getting groceries for them and delivering it to their houses or like if they want to go out, they'll like walk with them. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that sort of thing. And I know like, I forgot what community it was, but I think it's somewhere in either in San Francisco or LA where they literally hired a security group. Oh, okay. To like a private security group to patrol like around their neighborhood or their mm-hmm. their community i want to say it's in chinatown but i'm not quite sure i don't want to okay yeah but they're yeah because it's that bad <laughs> you know like when you gotta go through that far because you want to feel safe in your own community because you know idiots are doing stuff you know doing hate you know like committing hate yeah. crimes yeah that's something so i'm glad that there's communities that are doing that i'm glad that yeah. people are stepping up that are helping like that i know you can donate yeah. to to organizations like that mm-hmm. to help with these efforts so yeah yeah i guess that's a good thing about this is that the sense of community kind of draws everyone together and makes everybody feel safe yeah so, yeah. So, in a lighter note, let's move on to an let's interview move on that to we something did. <laughs> more palatable. Yes, yes. <laughs> and hey, if you have any comments, like questions and stuff like that, or do you want to like, you know, like, you know, if you want to like rebut or whatever, you know, please give us a a uh, an email to hollowhollowhangouts at gmail dot com or. Find us on Twitter at my Twitter is at TCDZ1 and, and mine Pam is, is Panda at Dragon One. Yeah, so let's have a conversation if you'd like. Uh, definitely welcome that. You know, um, yeah. So, in a very lighter note, we did an interview. Hey. And if I can get this thing. So we, who did we interview, Pam? So we were talking about the uh, Philippine village that opened up, what was it, uh, late last year? Last uh, September, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Philippine village grocery store in what, Moundsview? Moundsview. Yep. Moundsview, Minnesota. So what we interviewed, Herman? Herman. Herman. Wrote. Oh, Herman wrote. Yeah, we inver- we interviewed Herman wrote, uh, who owns 
the newly established Philippine Village Market in Mounds View on Highway was it County Road D? I want to say uh, that I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'll get I'll get the. We say it in the interview. <laughs> Yes. Um, anyways, this is the one that's uh, um, I'm glad about, and you you can hear me like just like rave about this because I just love the fact that I don't have to, you know, take a road trip to a grocery store just to get my Filipino my Filipino fix. So um, even though I do like going to the other ones like Asian Mart and Philippine Village is the newest. The newest one on in the Twin Cities. And here is our interview. Hello, we're joined here with Herman Roth, the uh, owner of Philippine Village uh, Grocery Store in Moundsview, Minnesota. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes. You got it. Um, I, was, I wanted to do this interview because, first, personally, for me, I'm very excited because I now have a Filipino store near where I live. Well, thank it's, you. <laughs> yes. So I thank you for that, for opening one. And so I just, I know that, uh, I just want to uh, introduce yourself uh, to the audience here and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, good evening, everyone. My name is Herman Roth. And then um, I'm Filipino, so don't be uh, cut on the last name Roth. I am adopted. That's the reason why I have uh, American um, American last name. So I was adopted when I was six, fifteen, here in, in Minnesota. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, you know that's that's my name, and uh, that's the reason. That's how I got the American name. So the funny okay. thing is. We have a lot of uh, customer here that uh, my wife would ask for their uh, American husband because of the last name. <laughs> 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 and when they say me, they want you know trying because I know they're looking for American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could, I could, I mean, yeah, with a name like that, Herman Rowe, yeah, it does sound very American. It's not like. <laughs> You know, it's not like, um, you know, like Miguel, you know, Hernandez or something like that or, or yeah. Tito Hornet, you know, whatever, that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> definitely get that. Um, so when, what did you decide to open up a, a Filipino store here in the North Edge? Because there's, there's one, um, there's Asian Mart over in Burnsville. There's a mm -hmm. Filipino store in, in the university. What made you decide to open up another Filipino store for yourself, you know, in the north, in Moundsview? Yeah. Well, first of all, I've always loved Filipino food. Even though I was here 15, uh, like almost 21 years ago. But for some reason, that taste is always in my, in my mouth. So, um, and then um, the opportunity was always here, like, you know, the, the, the area, because, um, I mean, yeah, there's, we have Kuya Watson over in um, Burnsville, mm -hmm. and then, so for me, it's just, you know, it's, it's a trip for me to go there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and then, uh, so no up into Kuya Watson, but it's just, you know, it's just the convenient. And then the same thing with uh, uh, in St. Paul. 
you know the traffic and uh, so yeah. and <laughs> the the biggest thing that uh, really uh, makes this happen is the the when the opportunity came in like the place the building when it becomes available and of course by you know it took a lot of prayers yeah so when everything comes together and feel right and then everything comes together and just like you know so that's how i decided like well maybe it is a good a good time a good place and let's let's uh let's you know let's let's start at it so mm-hmm. that's how you know and I know that's that, how to, you know. <laughs> now I know that you opened up. I think it was last year in, two was it in, some like August I think August or September. Like two hours middle of September. Middle of September. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sure it was scary for you to, to do a whole it new was, venture. Man. I mean, I'm in the I'm in the grocery business too. I, um, not not as the, as a like a an operator, but I do, I'm you know I. I'm with a co-op in in the west suburbs. Okay. Um I do I do their IT computer type things, you know. Oh, so, you know, it's I know how scary it can be. I mean, I've been through two different uh you know, actually one one completely new store opening. And just like, you know, just like what you're, you know, you experience, you know, some empty shelves trying to get stock in <laughs> and that sort of thing. So, you know, it's, I mean, how was, uh, how was it for you? Like, tell us a story of you going through that experience. Well, like, first of all, like you said, it was, it was scary because especially when it comes to a food industry, it's very tricky because if you don't do it right, you know, you get shut down or, you know, um, especially with the COVID-19, there's so many regulation and, um, when it comes to the product, you know, 90% of our product, it's imported from, you know, from the Philippines itself. Yeah. So, you know, we don't have that much product here to begin. So, yeah, it's very skinny, scary because when we open, you know, we don't have that much, uh, you know, we don't have that much variety of food. We have to like, you know, one food, we have to like spread it like, you know. To make it full. Shelf. Yeah, to make it look full, yeah. <laughs> so it was scary. It's like, you know, because like, well, people came here, it's like, this is what we have, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, we just took that life of, of faith that, you know, well, you know, people would come back and then yeah. uh, have a good start. And then, you know, by God's grace, we have, uh, we did have a really good start. And, you know, every day it keeps better and better. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Then, it, I can't imagine starting a, uh, you know, a grocery store during COVID-19, you know, but... <laughs> You know, fortunately, you know, the industry is one like was COVID proof in a sense yeah. because yeah. everybody needs groceries, right? Everybody <laughs> needs to eat. And I mean, I've never been so busy in my entire life, you know, than COVID. Every, you know, everybody was resting, you know, it's like everybody was working from home. I was like, that must be nice. <laughs> well, I have a very funny, um, you know, story. Um, so when we open. The next week, like Monday, or yeah, Monday, this is the following week, we have to close for one day because we don't have, pro- we don't have that much product to sell uh-huh. because we got wiped out, you know, the first week. 
And then so we have to say like, well, we're closed for due to uh, cleaning purposes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, <laughs> wow. You know. How is so? Oh, go ahead, Pam. I'm oh, sorry. I was just wondering: is this is this your first business? No, um, I've always been into a uh, entrepreneur or like um, like self-employed, basically. Um, hmm. Since um, since I got out in high school, I've always been into like you know myself, like you know doing myself. So yeah, before this, I had a, a swimming pool business or oh. a swimming pool store, hmm. but okay. not too much in the sailing industry, but uh, more into like building swimming pools in ground and above ground pools and also uh, pool tables and game tables so that's how i got kind of like a little bit more familiar with you know being oh. you know in this industry but you know it's still it's you know when it comes to food it's a brand new totally brand new uh this open is, doors for me yeah this is a whole new industry i mean <laughs> there's no i mean there's it doesn't really have anything to do with you know, pool construction or anything like no. that. <laughs> wow, that's that's um, yeah, I'm 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 impressed. You know, let's a lot of people can't you know, can't take that leap. You know, especially when they go from one thing to another. That's a whole new new different thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, do you a couple of questions too? Some like a a, a background. So. You you said you were adopted uh, when you were fifteen years old. Do you yes. um, do you go back to the Philippines, or do you take trips to the Philippines back there? Or I do now. Um, I got adopted in uh, 1997. I didn't. I didn't really. Uh, I wasn't able to go back to the Philippines like two thousand around two thousand. Mm-hmm. And then plus when when I met my wife there from Cebu. Then since then, you know, we tried to go back at least once a year, but oh. you know, but with the COVID now, so it's we haven't been there for a while. <laughs> okay. Oh, so your 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 wife is from Cebu. Yes. yes. Oh, I'm from I part of my family hails from Cebu. So. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm you know I'm I'm part um Cebu, Bohol, and Mindanao. Okay. The entire okay. area there. So that's kind of yeah, that's kind of neat. I grew up in Dumaguete. That's where I'm originally from. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. cool. A um, couple of things too uh, are um, when it comes to you know like trying you know like in the Filipino community and the culture and that's that and you know I think there's like ten thousand or eleven thousand Filipinos now in in the Twin Cities or in Minnesota. Right, yeah. something around there um are what do you see as something that you would like to see in the filipino community like what what would you like to see in terms of what we're not doing now well um i'd like to see as a filipino community to to help each other mm-hmm and then so you know what what i mean with that is that um you know be you know like like 
support each other basically you know which i've seen that a lot a lot in this in, you know what i in in the, through the store mm -hmm. so i'd like to say that you know someday we have um, a big filipino community you know when i say communities like businesses that owns with you know bands of filipino something like that mm -hmm. so that you know all of us can you know we have something to it like hey this is filipino you know this this is who we are you know instead of just like you know like oh i'm just gonna do myself and then you, you know you do yourself you know there so that's what i'd like to see as a filipino here in in minnesota yeah it can be you know you know a good example with that is uh you know uh for example, like Hmong, uh, Hmong, Hmong people. Hmong people, they have like Hmong village, which is owns with, you know, Hmong, you know, different Hmong community. Yeah, like different families. Yep. yep. That's something that I would like, that's, I would like to see as a, you know, Filipino community that we have something like that. Nice. Um, no, I got to say one thing. When I was there, <laughs> when I was there, um, and I saw something I have, that I only see in, in the Philippines and I had no idea that I don't know how you got it. I don't know how, what, uh, um, I, I'm just, I'm just, I was, I was about to get it, but I knew it was going to, I was going to get it from my wife. Just <laughs> <laughs> I saw Red Ribbon baked goods there. Yes. Yep. That's... Goldilocks. And I was just like, whoa. That's when I knew something was up. I knew that's when I knew. Oh. I knew. Hello? Oh. Yep. I'm still here. Yeah. Okay. That's when I knew. That's when I knew something was like, this is something. Something to behold. <laughs> and. I mean, I'm uh, where, like, do you go to Chicago? And... Yes. Yep. Okay. I used to go there, you know, right now, my schedule is like once, uh, I go there every Thursday. Okay. And then uh, that's something too that um, I told my wife that when we open up, we want to be able to like provide the needs of our kababayan, like, you know, our, you know, our, our, you know, our taste that we missed, which is, you know, uh, chicken jollibee and yeah. uh, red ribbons and, uh, you know, Valerio and like, you know, the Filipino taste. Yeah. So, but also at the same time thinking is like, well, we don't have this here in Minnesota, no. but the closest is in Chicago. So, you know, when we decided to go on this route in this adventure, it's like, well, I'm willing to go there once a week in Chicago just to get this product so that we can offer this to our, you know, Filipino community. And that's how it comes about that. <laughs> I, was just, a, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> that's, you know, because the last time I tasted Red Ribbon, last time I had, you know, like a Goldilocks cake of any sorts was in was in Davao <laughs> and you know, and over there it's like, it's everywhere, you know, it's everywhere. You, you can go down the street, get, get the thing and then, you know, come back, share it with your family, your friend. And 
when I was there at your at your store, I was just like, that is here. Am I in the <laughs> Philippines? I'm not in the Philippines. I'm in Minnesota, <laughs> but it's here. So thank you for that, for, you know, bringing that. I mean, that's, uh, those are uh, one of those like special treats, you know, that you would never really get, you know, here in Minneapolis. You'd have to go to Chicago to get it. And that's 600, especially during the COVID times. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not it's it's not an easy task, but uh, you know we're <laughs> nice. So, what are your plans? Like, what are your future plans for for Philippine Village? What are you planning? You know, with with a store and um, like you know, like what are you what do you see the store looking like? You know, two or three years from now. Well, right now, um, I don't know if you, uh, when you came here, I don't know if you noticed that the building, there's two, you know, the, the one building is divided. Yes. So right now we are remodeling the other side. It's pretty much just extend, extending the, uh, the grocery. And then also we have, uh, we'll have a kitchen there. So eventually we'll have a deli. Oh, nice. So hot food and all that stuff. So. That's what I would like to see, like in a couple of years, happen, and then uh, not only that, but you know, hopefully, you know, it might take you know four or five years or even ten years, we can move out, we, we can grow out in this place and in in you know, get to a bigger place and you know, have multiple you know, Filipino businesses, mm -hmm. not just me, but owned by different you know. Yeah. So that's what I'd like to, you know, kind of my in invasion. My my wife she would tell me I'm crazy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what did your wife think about you opening up a Filipino store? I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't easy to be uh, at the beginning to convince her. Mm -hmm. It took, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks to convince her. Especially we have three kids and then one on the way. Oh. So... You know, it was, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know what I did, but she finally said yes. And <laughs> now she's fully supporting and behind and my, you know, yeah. side by I, side working with her. Yeah, I met, I think I met your wife while I was there. She was, she's usually there like in one of the tables. Like, <laughs> I think she's doing your books. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah, she was, she was really nice. Thank um, you. Yeah. She can be mean too. Oh, like every other Filipino <laughs> wife, right? <laughs> like every no comment, no comment. <laughs> Sorry, Pam. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. So, so go ahead. Well, I was just curious. Um, what are some of your hot items? Like, do you think people go are like Edwin? They go for the bakery items, or well, when we open up. <laughs> Believe it or not, we have North Dakota, South Dakota, Iowa, uh, Duluth, Having, drive here just to get chicken. Oh, wow. Chicken. <laughs> this yep. is new. Jollibee chicken. Ah, okay. <laughs> yep. So, but now that's kind of like, kind of like, you know, slowly, you know, fading away because, you know, but like the, um, the Valerio, which is the, the Pandesal. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, the red ribbon, 
So the people are still dry for those to come here and get those. Oh man, I have it's been a while since I had some pandas. I'm gonna have to go over there now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, oh are, are you getting are you getting hungry yeah, Evan? These are you know, like talking about food just makes me so hungry for well, Filipino food. Okay, fine. Let's let's do a little change on the subject. Uh tell us what do you do when you're not working? Yeah, like what are your hobbies? Yeah. Well, right now I don't have no hobbies. Oh, okay. <laughs> running running the stores is a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had the ch- chance, I'd like to you know I usually play with uh, basketball with friends. Oh yeah. You know. Mm, okay. And in the summer, and then um, so that's pretty much basketball. And uh, I used to go biking, you know, like single track and stuff like mm, that. Yeah. Wow. But uh, it's been a while that. Uh, <laughs> I had a hobby. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I'm. I am. You know, I am grateful that you opened it up. I know it's a lot of work. You know, I mean. No, so, um, I'm grateful with all our kababayan here too, man. Yeah. Um, I couldn't go anywhere without the support of our Filipinos here. Yeah. So I, I, I know that from the bottom of my heart. So you know, I th- thank you too for you know even doing this. <laughs> oh no problem. Yeah. So. All right, so we have something called quick, uh, quick answers, and oh. these are just <laughs> answers. You know, just give us, you know, one or two word answers, um, and you know, and we'll see where we go from. You know, see how you answer this. And this is just, you know, you know, just simple, simple questions. <laughs> okay, so here we go. What is your favorite Filipino food? Um. Chicken. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that's a good, that's an answer. Um, what's your least favorite food? Filipino um, food. Uh, balut. Oh, <gasps> what? what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pam and I are big balut fans. So. Are you right? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, what's your favorite Filipino show or entertainer? Oh, it's been a while. Um, Vice Ganda. I used to. Ah, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Pam's familiar. I'm not. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Just look it up, Edwin. It's yeah, actually very it well known. It's a well known <laughs> entertainer. Uh, favorite song. Um, Mahal Kita by uh, Freddy Aguilar. Okay, that's classic. Yeah. <laughs> do you do? Do you do karaoke? Uh, I'd like to, but you know, I'm so I'm very shy, so I, I don't correct by myself. <laughs> hey, pra- hey, that's how you practice, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, what's what does being Filipino mean to you? Well, um, I used to thought that I, I lost I lost that because you know I was here for so long, but you know, getting into our cultures. You know, it's just being Filipino is just for me. It's like being proud that you know I'm I belong to the you know I could call myself Filipino, mm-hmm. and um, that um, we have a country that uh, we're not the greatest country, but you know we're we're trying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, um, so I'm just proud that you know I can call myself Filipino without <laughs> you know so. 
Out of curiosity, are you part of any uh, Filipino organization? Like society? Uh, not really. Uh, my uh, we used, we used to be involved a little bit in uh, Philippine nar- nurses because we most of our friend is nurses. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's this uh, Dumaguete uh, group as well. Um, but like I said, with you know being so busy at work, I always miss the uh, you know all those gatherings and yeah. all the foods. But I'd like to you know get back there and you know be part more of that. Okay. So. Be um, nice to see you attend Philippine Day someday. Yeah. <laughs> I I I go I go there. I usually go there. You go there. Yeah. yeah Philippine Day. Yeah. I can't wait it's for the next big one. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we have, we have, uh, I know we have like, like young adults and teenagers who, who we try to cater to, and we have some listeners in that age group. And what would you, what kind of advice would you give young Filipinos who, uh, who are growing up, you know, that may or may not know, you know, the country that they come from or the culture Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you what what advice would you give them? Well, first of all, I know I uh, you can't nobody can hide this, but we have a very different cultures in the Philippines. I got here when I was fifteen. I got here. I was drowned. I got drowned with the uh, two cultures, American cultures and Filipino cultures. So my advice is that uh, you know we're gonna get cut. You get you know cut halfway, mm-hmm. but you know, just continue to, uh, you know, remember who you are and uh, keep pursuing the dreams and you're ambitious and, you know, and don't let the uh, just bad things, you know, that would, you know, a, a block in your in your goal or in your in your dreams. Because I, I was trouble too. I, I, I did get in trouble when I was young, but I did not make that, you know, be my, you know, you know, it didn't define you. Didn't define yeah. me. Yeah. You know, keep keep pursuing it, and eventually, you know, we'll we'll all get there. Nice. Very wise wise words. Thank yeah. you, <laughs> Pam. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other? Do you have other questions? Um, no, I'm hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> Herman Rowe, thank you for uh, for joining us, and I hope that you know business is well. I'm sure it is. I mean, I go there, so <laughs> thank you. It's thank very you. it's it's not it's not very it's not uh, um you know it's not uncommon for me to go there and spend quite a bit of money. So. <laughs> I still have yet to go there, but I do appreciate you yes. taking your time from where, your busy day to likewise. Yeah. Like where where is where is the uh, the store? What's the how do you what's the address of the store? Oh boy, it's twenty four zero eight County County Road I. County Road so I two four yeah two four zero eight County I. Mons okay, Monsview. in Monsview. Yep. Okay. Cool. Um, and where can we uh, where can we find you or your store? Uh, you have websites, or I know you got a Facebook page. Yeah, right now we are still working on the website. Uh, we had one, and uh, we didn't like it, so you know we had to you know we we constructed it. So right now we're just in Facebook, and uh, for now, and okay. then we're in uh, you, um, Google. We can find uh, we can 
people people can find us in Google. Google. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, Herman Roth, thank you so much for joining us. Um, yes, uh, everybody, go over to Philippine Village. You know, you got a place to get your Filipino things that you know you either grew up with or you just miss. It's it's there. And um, yep, I definitely support your Filipino. You know, support, I, support your Filipino businesses. I know where, where I'm going to be spending a part of my stimulus check. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. All right. Thank, thank you. Bye bye. Okay, so um, as you can see, you know, like, you know, Herman is it's not his first business and he took an adventure to make, to, to open up a whole new, you know, a whole new thing and something he wasn't familiar with. And I like seeing that and I like that he took that chance. And I, again, you know, I thank you, Herman, for... For taking that chance and providing yes, and thank me, thank you for taking the time. <laughs> and thank you for taking the time too. Definitely that uh, um, that now I can get you know things that I crave. That's not even like he's he's not even like six miles away from me. <laughs> oh, you oh you always yeah, take advantage of you know having a gro a Filipino grocery store that's close to you now. Yes, I'm still waiting for that. I mean, yeah. I live out in the countryside and yeah. i'm still waiting for a grocery store i think the closest store for me would be watson's yeah or asian, asian Heart, sorry <laughs> so um i still need to check it out and yeah i know that i'm gonna need to i'm gonna need to make that trek up to philippine village as well because yeah. i follow them on facebook and they always post all these yeah and yeah. and there's expanding <laughs> and you know what again you know it's hard to open up a grocery store especially you know in a market well, like this is during covid yeah. right like yeah. you, you heard them say that you know like they were having a tough time trying to fill the shelves and the last time i was there they were you know they were slowly filling up and filling up and and uh and getting more product in so and they're mm -hmm. and they're planning to expand which i'm glad because you know, like expand over here. <laughs> well, I mean, they're building. If you ever go there, there's like oh, this, like, yeah. there's like this empty spot where there should be like another store that they're gonna just like tear the wall down and. I and I am up. excited. Yeah, I am excited for them. I'm so glad. Um, and you know, go ahead and go there. Um, uh, I'm just gonna pull up their address here one more time. <laughs> You know, there. when growing up, um, I think I think the w there was always one grocery store that my parents always uh, brought me towards, and that was the one in University Avenue. Yeah, Phil Oriental. Phil Oriental, yes. Yeah. And I find it heartwarming that there are more Filipino grocery stores that are slowly opening up. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for one to just move my direction because <laughs> I live in I live west. You need one to open up in like, like out there in like in the middle of Carver County somewhere. <laughs> Probably I wouldn't mind that. And what I like about having these grocery stores open is the curiosity from yeah other uh, non-Filipino races. Yeah. And, you know, even my sister-in-laws, they love 
going into other Asian stores just so that they could see what's what's on the shelves, what they could yeah. experiment with. They try, um, they try other stuff. I'm, I think they they one time I I visited them. They were they tried mochi, uh, mochi ice cream, mochi, or mochi. Sorry, yeah, yes. And I was like, oh, that was yep. that was good. And and yeah, and makes our lives a bit easier too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um Filipino Village, uh they can be found on twenty four oh eight County Road I. Missed the County Road there. County Road I in Mounds View, Minnesota, and um they're usually they open they usually open at ten AM and I think they close mm-hmm. like at eight. Um yeah, it's it's right there. If you uh feel so inclined, you know, support your local Filipino businesses, especially Filipino Village. Um, they're, um, they have a lot of things. They're just getting more stuff in. So and they've got ample parking. That's always important. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I can. I, I know there's some Filipino. There's some. Uh, there's some uh, Asian markets out there that. Uh, it's like I'm parking like two blocks away, <laughs> you know, because they're like in the middle of like. A busy, busy place, like entire, like middle of a commercial place. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not very keen of street parking, but yeah. So I'm very glad that we took the time <laughs> to, uh, you know, get to know. No, I just and yeah. I just remember when I was in when actually when I first met my wife, right, Angela, and and then Angela introduced me to Pam. Right, and yeah. one of the things that Angela um, started like went Gaga over in terms of like like food that's not usually in a normal, you know, like like a like a normal grocery store. Yeah. She started getting like pocky sticks and <laughs> ramen and and ramen and yes. <laughs> Panda, all the stuff and like what was the other one like like uh like soybean crackers and oh yeah and yeah. I'm sitting there and I was like that's <laughs> interesting you know like because I don't see that every day like if I like brought out like a like a box of pocky you know like a like a like a thing of pocky sticks you know during you know especially when I was in high school and I brought it for lunch or whatever like that people just stare at me. And the only people who get it are like <laughs> the Asians, <laughs> you know, well, or you either know, that or the people who are in the anime. <laughs> it's interesting that you say that because I don't know if you if you were buying back a couple decades from now, there you know how in your grocery stores there's always that age like international section yeah. of the grocery stores, and yeah. there would be it would be, be just like it would be like Kikkoman soy it's sauce like, or. <laughs> It, it was like one or two segments. Yeah. And that's it. It'd be like teriyaki but, sauce that's made in like Pennsylvania or something. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> but now I think when you look at grocery stores today, there's there seems to be more variety. Oh, more. Not as variety, of course, as an Asian store. Yeah. But now they're, if I need rice, I could just go to my nearest grocery store because, yeah. you know. We take rice seriously. I remember. <laughs> I remember the first time that my parents, like, saw that, like, like, 
a local oh, grocery at- store, like a local supermarket, you know, yeah. like a big box supermarket. Sold three ladies brand rice. Mm-hmm. Jasmine rice. Yep. You know, the good kind. Yeah, the good kind. Yeah, they were like 25 pounders, right? Like no no Americans going to like buy like a 50 pound bag of rice. You know, <laughs> unless unless they absolutely like rice as much as like, you know, unless they Filipino know a Filipino. Or something or they're married to a Filipino or a Filipina <laughs> or whatever, you know. It's you know, like when they first found that out, they were ecstatic because now my dad didn't have to go to like you know, like all the, all way, the way to St. Paul to get it or whatever. <laughs> you know, it was like you know, it's like, oh, we'll just get it there. And then, you know, it's like the rice that you see at an Asian market, right? Mila Grossa, Three Ladies brand, or the Rabbit brand, or the Reindeer yep. brand, or, you know, all the other, you know, you know people know what I'm talking about, I think, <laughs> when I say that. If you but, don't, ask if it'll be. Yeah, if you don't. Or, or just ask an Asian, right? Yes. <laughs> it doesn't have to be They'll Filipino, know. Know. especially <laughs> no, as you know, a Thai person, because these are. I think these are Thai brands. They, they are. Yeah, they are. So <laughs> they know what I'm talking about, you know. And now you're seeing it in in grocery stores and like mm-hmm. smaller packages, like small, like you know, what my wife would say, you know, like white person portion packages. <laughs> you know <laughs> and seriously i mean i mean there are people out there that you know are you know eating rice like uncle ben's that's not and rice like, and i'm like that's not rice don't be fooled oh, that's not that, rice well, well now that the now that their grocery store carries these ones you know yeah uh Although, white rabbit our three ladies yeah may i suggest that you Try those. <laughs> Try those. And it's not even that hard. It's not that hard to make, right? You can go buy yeah. a $20 rice cooker. You know, I suggest either the Black & Decker or Aroma brand, right? Not a sponsor of the show. No. <laughs> you know, <laughs> very easy, very cheap. And they're, the mechanics in those things are like tried and true, right? Before 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 we go into it, do you want to do a sting for that? Because that's a nice lead into the... I don't have a, I don't have a thing. Okay, well, never mind. Okay, forget that I said it. <laughs> Continue. It's like tried and true. It's not that hard, and to make rice, you know, you no longer have to do it like, you know, on a pot of boiling water on top of a stove and guess. There's no mm-hmm. guessing anymore making rice, and there's YouTube videos on how to do this. Oh my gosh, there's YouTube videos. But I will tell you, I will tell you, some of those YouTube videos, their rice cookers are. Fancy AF. I'm telling you, like it's, you know, and I see these like at like at some Asian markets here, like the the, the bigger ones, you know. Now, now, Edwin, do you have one of those, the fancy no. ones, or no. do you have the ones that Although, you know, just that like your local, you know, I, like Target? I, I will say I do aspire to getting one of these ones that sing to you when you're when it's done. <laughs> you just want the singing. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like I want to get like was it the Sanyo ones where it plays a little nice jaunty tune when, when your rice is ready, you know. And, <laughs> yeah. And the ones they even um, have ones that like connect to your phone because it's got Wi-Fi capabilities. Like, what the well, heck is that all about? Well, for those that don't know about you know 
all the variety of rice cookers oh, and accessories. We take it for go serious. to I think a good place to go to is an Asian store. Yeah. But I noticed a lot of them at United Noodle. Like oh, there's yeah, like a them. special section of yeah. all these different rice cookers. And I did not yeah. know that there were that many rice cookers. Yeah. Not a sponsor of the show, by the way. <laughs> no, 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 we don't have any sponsors. We don't have any sponsors. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, uh, we're, that doesn't mean that we aren't open we're, for it. Exactly. We're not, it's not, it's not, we're not open for it. But yeah, have. so, and these rice cookers, oh, they take rice seriously. Oh. Just look at the price tag. They're very, they're very like Jap, you know, like they're, they're like Japanese, Korean, like they're up there. Like those are like the kind of things you would expect coming out of like, you know, like Japan or Korea, like singing rice cookers Even or those IOT with, rice know, cookers cutesy, uh, and cutesy, cutesy rice exterior, <laughs> yeah, like cutesy rice cookers. You know, like, I think what I remember seeing, like, a, I think it was a Sanyo that I saw that had, like, it was, like, all Japanese. And then apparently, like, they came with, like, uh, like, U.S. It was, like, it was Japanese, but then they had, like, an inlay for the control panel. There's a control mm. panel on a rice cooker for Pete's sake. And it's, it, there's an inlay for English. And, <laughs> you know. Interesting. Yeah. But... It was like three, four hundred bucks for a rice cooker. And what <laughs> size was that? Do you remember? I think that was like a six cup. For a six cup. For a six cup. How much? Like three, three hundred, four hundred bucks. Three hundred dollars like for a six cup. Yeah, but that's not even the thing. Like that was fancy, right? With like freaking like, it looked like it looked like it could like, you know, like you could take off to the moon with it. You know, a ton of buttons and stuff like that. I don't know but when when you say three hundred. I always thought of something that's more that can hold more. Like, oh no, size doesn't mean the cost. Ah, true. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a what was it like? There was another like six. It was a, either a six or eight cup. You know, it was a Tiger brand. Mm -hmm. That thing was like four hundred bucks, and there wasn't. It was just like one little button, like one little like like up and down button, and that was then, it. Now these rice cookers, they don't have any multifunctionality, right? Not like an instant pot. I think the or... Sanyo did. I want to say the Sanyo oh, like Sanyo. had a okay. was a pressure, like a pressure cooker too. Pressure slash yeah. rice cooker. I guess it's like an instant pot. I guess you know. I don't okay. know, but it's. I mean, but, um, you would think that you know they might probably last longer. Do you think? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I know, like, the Tiger ones. I mean, the Tiger ones are built like tanks. I think, I mean, I think my parents had one, and... How long my did parents, that last? I think it lasted, I think it went to the Philippines with them. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, it was that, it was that old, but it was, like, a big one. It was, like, a, I think it was, like, an eight, I want to say it was, eight like, cover? a eight or ten cup. Oh, wow, one. that's huge. It's a big, it was a big one, but we barely used it because, you know, we like our rice, but we're not going to cook that much rice right you know i mean our our, our rice dispenser is not gonna last long well not to mention that. you don't want to you don't want to <laughs> make too many rice and then have like majority of it spoil yeah exactly right oh. that's yeah. my yeah so we i mean we went with like we had like a like a black and decker you know for like yeah like a small yeah. little like four or five cup black and decker one yeah so <laughs> that yeah so those i mean those are the kind of things that 
you know, like you can find at a, you know, you're not going to find it at a, a Best Buy, but you're going to find it in no. Asian market, you know. Well, <laughs> you got, well, if you want to treat your rice right and have a product that lasts, you might as well go to the source, the one, you know, the ones that know oh, yeah. how to make the usage, you know, longer than a few uses. <laughs> yeah. Let the uses just go far is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so since we're on the, on the topic of rice cookers, uh, Edwin, you and I were talking offline about something that you grew up with when you were, <laughs> when you were, uh, growing up. And I was like, what are you talking about? I never had that. Do you want to elaborate what, of that discussion? A rice dispenser. The rice dispenser. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know these things existed when I was a little kid until my parents got one. And I think I was like, I think I, was, I must have been like eight, eight so, years old when I when I saw one of these things for the first time. So explain to me, because I don't think I had one. Uh, I mean, so we always had like the scoop, the scooper. That yeah, you in. get like a like a big Tupperware with like a little cup scoop and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's it, that right? <laughs> that, that was it, right? No. If you want to get really fancy and you want to tell people who go in your kitchen that you really, really are serious about rice, you get yourself a rice dispenser. So <laughs> and explain what, to me what it What is. this is, is a hopper. It's like a big thing. It's about the size of a, it's like, like if, you know how you go into like an office building, you know, or like an office, you know, and they have a water cooler there. The... It's about that size, the water cooler part, minus the the big five gallon jug on top of it. Oh, okay. 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 It's about that size, and okay. all it is, you all it is is you put rice in it. So you take it's, it's usually like top loading. You take the top off. You take like your and you the one that we had held fifty pounds, right? Okay. The big boy bags, <laughs> and. You know, and you fill it up with whatever rice, you know. My parents' rice of choice was Three Ladies brand. Mm -hmm. And so they would they would fill that up. And then there were there was like a three button with like a little like lock lever thing on the on the bottom of it. And below that is a catcher, the pull out drawer that was a catcher for the rice. And the buttons themselves was numbered one, two, and three, which signified the cup. Okay. So one would be one cup, two would be two cups, three would be three cups, right? Simple. So if you yep. wanted five cups, right, you do the math, two and three, you'd press that to get five. You pull, and then it would, you could hear it drop down, right, okay. into the hopper, and you take it out and you put in whatever rice cooker you have, right? And this was a fixture at my house. It was right there. And we usually had crap on top of it. And and we either me or my brothers would have to fill it up. So I had to take all the crap on top of it, you know, to fill it up. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. I thought when my parents moved back to the Philippines that this was gone. Like they threw it away or something. Right. But 
apparently my aunt took it. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> because when I went to my aunt's house one day, I saw it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I thought my parents threw that away, you know? And uh-huh. because I didn't know what happened to it, because I actually wanted it. Because to me, I felt like it was like a like a like a novelty thing, and I felt like it was like a like you know I grew up with this thing, <laughs> you know. And I took my rice seriously. I got like six or seven different kinds of rice in my pantry right now. <laughs> um, so, but this was a thing. You could buy these at Asian markets. You could buy these at at Asian, you know, like like the bigger box Asian markets, right? You can buy this on Amazon.com. <laughs> You know. So, with that said, are you thinking of getting your own? I don't know, because I don't really read. I'm being a bad Filipino. I'm not eating that much rice anymore, because <laughs> I'm off the sugar. Okay. Right. So, I don't. I mean, I can't necessarily put like. I mean, you can't put like rice cauliflower in it or anything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a. It was such a thing that I didn't realize. Even my, I think you know my my uncle had one in his house ah. um there was like another family like filipino family that they had one and i think they had like a different one my uncle had the same one that we had and it was funny because sometimes this thing would get stuck it's purely mechanical and sometimes it gets stuck so you have to like dump all the rice out unclog the thing because there's like this one little like grain of rice <laughs> that was stuck in it yes. you know in the mechanicals, you know, the mechanics of the thing. And then you got working, you know. So it's, it's, it's a thing. You know, Asians, I guess, you know, at least my family had it. And I, you know, two of my, two other families I know had one. And yeah, we took our rice seriously. I mean, you have to think about it. And I think it was you, Edwin, that said the statistic that Filipinos are like consume rice more than more than the people that uh, more than the countries that you know you know more than the countries that we import the rice from yeah we can't the philippines can't make enough rice to actually feed this the 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 demand (laughs) of rice that the people want in the philippines we cannot grow enough of it so we have to import it from other countries like japan and thailand you know and and china you know it's are we are we the main rice consumption in like all from all of asia i well in terms of like in terms of like per capita or per per household yeah because i mean obviously china is going to be the biggest rice consumer in the world because because they have more people. They got more people. Right. Right. But, and they got the land. They got the land to grow they rice. Have the la- yeah. And I think that's, I honestly think that, you know, that's the reason why the Philippines kind of depend on imports because they don't have the land to, uh, to make their own rice. Yep. Also, I talked to my parents about this, um, that they go through so many s- storms that yeah. sometimes the rice it's very hard bad. to upkeep the rice that they yeah. have. Mm-hmm. So, and rice. I mean, if you ever been to the Philippines, right? 
you know the climate there. It's pretty muggy. Yeah. Rice hates humidity. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess this is why there's rice dispensers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you put it in there with a couple of silica packets and you're good to go. You know. Right. Right. Um, um, but but I don't know. When you said that, I was like, well, that explains a lot. <laughs> um, and also, it's it's part, it's woven into our culture. This whole rice to the point that we give them three different words depending yeah. on what what kind of rice it is like the rice like not really the kind of rice but where the rice is in the whole making process yeah there is one word for the plant sorry if i'm gonna mispronounce this balai balai yep balai yep. yeah there's a huge market then for that that's that's for that that's for like the plant the plant before it gets right. husked out yeah when it gets processed or when it's like hulled. Yeah, when it's, it's hulled. It's not cooked. Yep. Um, that's called bigas. Bugas. Or bigas. Depending bigas, on where you're yes. from. Yeah. Oh, okay, really? <laughs> yeah. And then also, and then when rice is cooked, it's kanin. Yeah, that's that's all Tagalog. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, kanin, yeah. So when, so when we say we take our rice seriously, we really take our rice seriously. <laughs> yeah. And there's different kinds of rice in the Philippines. Oh, yeah. There's like, you go to like a market in the Philippines, you know, they're all, if you go to a market, like a, like a, like an open air market, they're all loose, right? Mm -hmm. They're in like these big, like wooden, um, like wooden, like, like containers, you know, and you go there and then, you know, depending on where you are, you know, you either like you scoop it yourself or some dude scoops it for you. Yeah. It's like as if you're, if you were like buying currants usually it's yeah it's like way. bulk yeah yeah it's like that and you ask them you know like you know like you know how many kilos you want right <laughs> <laughs> i forget that you know this is the american side oh no you don't use pounds you know because no use kilos <laughs> use kilo <laughs> yeah yeah so and then they weigh it. Yeah, then they yeah. weigh it. Yeah. And, yeah you know, right. and you sit there and you go, it's like, that's not correct. And, you know, and you start bargaining and you, <laughs> you start, <laughs> you start, you start like, you know, like making the art of the deal, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And um, so, and that's what I kind of like about it. It's that whole idea where you, it's not already bagged. You bring your bag yeah. well you can buy bag and you pay for you know all the ones that you need yeah you can buy bag too right i mean right. my parents bought bag that's how much rice they ate like and it wasn't like it was 50 it was 50 they would buy it like was it 50 kilos and i think that's like i want to say that's like <laughs> like like 100 pounds I think it was like it was definitely like at that least 100 pounds two big bags right yeah but in the philippines you can buy it that big like that big like yeah i can just imagine the the bag size because, of it yeah because i remember i went over and bought bought rice with my dad one time in the philippines <laughs> you know when we bought it from a family friend because you know we can get a discount on all that crap so we went and bought and she one of her one of her side businesses was 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 selling rice so we bought it from from her and she and we bought like like 50 kilos 
I want to say it was 50 kilos. It's big. It was a big freaking bag. And my dad was like, okay, here, here, lift it up. I'm like looking at it. It's like, I can't lift that. <laughs> you know? It's like, it's like, sure you can, you know? Dude, I that was having the worst, worst time. It was hot. It was like 100 degrees. It was humid. I'm sitting there trying to like pick up this freaking bag of rice. Make sure you lift with your legs. <laughs> yeah, right? It, that was like, I just... Now I know why he brought me here because he needed someone to lift the freaking <laughs> he needed bag. The muscle. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you can buy it from the bag, but that's what I mean. That's. But most of I think most of the time, like unless you're like in the city, you have to. You know, that's how you buy rice. You know, it's it's like bulk, and it's yeah. many different ones. There's like mountain rice. There's like. You know, there's, they actually have brown rice now. Oh, okay. You know, okay. they have, like, different classifications of rice. They have, like, you know, like, the Three Ladies brand extra, you know, extra fine quality or whatever the heck, where it's, like, pure white. And then they have, like, the not-so-good mm. Class B rice, where there's, like, little specks of crap in there that's from, like, the hauling process. Oh, you I know, see. that sort of thing. So they've got okay. those they've got those grades and you know, whatever you can afford, you know, you buy it. I personally, personally for me, when I was in the Philippines, I don't know why I like the the class B rice better. Oh really? Yeah, like the C or B, like not so good quality. There's a hmm. there's a taste to them that I just I really that really like I like it. I don't know why. I I first tasted it in uh, in Bahol and I was just like, "What is this?" You know, <laughs> like what is right. this? This is really good. Like, what kind of rice is this? They called it mountain rice because it was because it was like not so you know it's not really that great of a rice you know and then like a lot of people from the mountains would would buy it mm-hmm. you know because you know they're not very rich or they didn't they couldn't afford it so it was like deemed like mountain rice i preferred that than the than the than the white like three ladies huh. anytime i can't get it yeah i can't get it here for obvious reasons right but i usually look for that every time i go back to the philippines i usually look for that hmm. that kind of rice and you know it's i mean was it someone um the person who was uh, working for my parents at the time like thought it was weird I like that. <laughs> I don't know why, but well, I guess, I guess it's it's really based on personal preference. <laughs> I think so too. I think so too. Anyways, okay. Um, I think I think this is a great time, time. for us to end the episode yes. and have us like a late night snack. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um. So yeah. Um. I gotta put up the music here. But um, thank you for uh, joining us in this uh, time we talk about some serious stuff and some fun foodie type things. Yes. And uh, if you have any questions about rice, feel free to give me a <laughs> feel feel free to give me a holler because I like my rice even though I'm off the shug. I still like the rice. And some, I, I like my rice. Yeah. I'm definitely not on any diet. So let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, if you ever see one of these, uh, you know, like, like a crazy looking rice cooker out in the wild, you know, drop us a picture of it. I'd love to see these things. If you find a dispen- a rice dispenser that I was talking about, 
yeah. you know, take a picture of that, you know. It's out there, and it definitely does still exist. Um, you know, you can buy it on Amazon. I know I've seen one on Amazon. Um, but anyways, so, Evan, where, where can people uh, reach out to you? Uh, they can reach out to me at tcitiesedwin at tcitiesedwin TC, on Twitter. I'm also at DIYEdwin on Instagram, and you can find... Um, pretty, and you can also uh, get us at... Uh, uh, what was it? Hollow Hollow Hangouts at gmail.com. Yep. And then you could also find me. My name is Pam. Uh, I'm on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1, the, the number one. Um, and uh, you could also find me um, on the Instagram account for our other podcast. But it's also but it's also under PandaCatDragon1. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. It's under PandaCatDragon. Sorry. Um, you could also find us on our website, legendcreators.com. It's yep. it's live, still under construction, mind the mess, but uh, it is live. You could reach us through there. Um, you could also reach us uh, through the Facebook page, Legend Creators. Yep. Uh, am I missing and, anything? Oh, Evan? yeah. If you need to drop us a line, if you don't know how to and you're still confused, just go to legendcreators.com. There's a comment section there. Give us yes. a comment on there, and the usual shoot us to the. It'll it'll get and, to us. And as usual, if you like, if you enjoyed our show, please remember to like, comment, and share. I'm um, glad you said that. We would love to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we would love to hear from you. Um, some feedback would be awesome. If you have any any questions or ideas that we will like to talk about on yep. future episodes let us know we would love to hear from you yep we definitely would like to hear from you so this has been Hollow Hollow Hangouts episode, episode 7 7 alright mabuhay mabuhay